Let's face it, a lot you don't know about sickle cell disease. Like that it affects millions. People in almost all races. Black and white. Indian and Asian. Hispanic and Mediterranean. And that it can affect you or someone you love. No matter where you come from. Let's face it, there's a lot you don't know about sickle cell disease. And that's a disease too. Call the 211 info line to learn more. You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod Thrones, Hoopla, and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your host, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of The Shiznit. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Damon. Hey, what's happening, man? Glad to be back. All right, blood. (laughs) Charlie Bell, what's up, baby girl? (laughs) Y'all are stupid. What, you been smoking reefer? (laughs) It's making me mad, baby. It's making me mad. Madness, oh, baby. hell no. <laughs> Happy Sunday, y'all. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, that, that, that show last week, that was a good show. I'm very, very proud of that show. Very happy with that show. Oh, me too. And when I was trying to share that show i was like hmm let me let me try to hit up some of my facebook celebrity friends right mm-hmm. i said well first i'm see i'm not friends with t boss but mm-hmm. you know let me see if i can get it to her mm-hmm. so i sent it to her um through facebook i don't know if she got it or not but you know hopefully she got it and you know she saw that somebody else is out there championing her cause mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and a funny thing happened when I started to hit up all my celebrity Facebook friends, I realized ninety percent of them dropped me. What? Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, they all dropped me. Haters. Yeah, and I don't even know why because I never posted anything on their pages, like not even a comment. Mm-hmm. I would just I friended them and just pretty much just left it at that. Mm-hmm. So I never I never friended them. Um, they might have got tired of me, you know, pushing the different shows or whatever. But I don't know. Some of them I were friends. I was friends with quite a while, and mm-hmm. I don't think I was doing any more or any less than I had been in the beginning stages. So, and then for all of them to drop me all at the same time, the only thing I could think of mm-hmm. that might have caused them all to drop me mm-hmm. 
was the whole Ferguson thing, like around around that time. Really? Were they Caucasian? Some um, some of them were. No, most of them were black, though. I mean, I, I can only think of one offhand that was or two. Well, I doubt that's the case that because, but. I mean, Ferguson blew up the whole Internet. I mean, yeah. everybody's Facebook and Twitter was blown up off of that. And we really didn't say much about it. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, but I made comments on my Facebook right. about it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so, so that's, I mean, who are these celebrities? What, you want to name drop the face drop Facebook droppers? Yeah, well, I don't care. It's shit. They're not my friends no more, so fuck them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, M dropped me, Eminem. Mm-hmm. Um, his girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, Candy Swainpool, the, the Victoria's Secret model. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two white people I can think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dre, Snoop, um, what's the name? Uh, Lauren London. But her ass did me a favor with her old vapid immature ass i was gonna drop her anyway oh shit <laughs> i mean her facebook post was like following a teenager i mean she's just like her characters that's sad like all her care like uh, like an immature little like she's new new she's right. fucking new new <laughs> that's who laura london is in real life. she's new new i was like that's the one bitch that dropped me i was like thank you because you saved me to save me the trouble that's funny <laughs> Um, who else dropped me? Uh, well, you know, most of these people have staffers. Little ba- little little bow wow. They have staff doing their um, doing their uh, social media. Social media yeah. So they probably just have a, you know um, occasional purges. All the all the uh, all the um, all the Simmons kids. Well, the coolest ones anyway. Oh. Angela, Vanessa, and Diggy. Aw, I wasn't I wasn't trying to be friends with JoJo. <laughs> Jojo Whack. <laughs> I produce your record, though. <laughs> you produce your record. Jojo can't produce his own record. Well, I hit Diggy up. Get my produ- <laughs> if I want I know, somebody right? produce my record, I hit up Diggy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. But um, a you, few, a few, I'm still a few with like a, a couple. A couple. Do you feel rejected? Are you hurt? No, I'm not. Not at all. <laughs> but it's just weird. I'm just wondering like what it was that caused the mass exodus honestly i think it has i mean i i would bet i would be willing to bet it has more to do with facebook's whack-ass algorithms and just the way they i've had friends that i didn't intend to delete that i found were deleted because of just the way facebook kind of if you don't do a lot of interaction with somebody like i think facebook will just delete your ass i don't hmm. think that's true I've, I've never i've never gone in my and my friends and someone was gone that I didn't delete. Send. Yeah, I got people. As a matter of fact, I have people who have left Facebook and they're just a blank face, mm-hmm. and has been there forever. Because in case they come back, I, you know, that's somebody I want to be in touch with. So I've just left that blank face there, right? And it, this is still there, right? So I don't think Facebook does it. And it, why would it only be the celebrity people? That that's it's it's something else. It, I'm telling you, it's the Ferguson thing. That's what it is, because that's when it all, that's around the time it happened, and it, that's that's what it is. It's that. Hmm. I'm telling you. I mean, I can't imagine you were the only black person posting about that on their feeds. <laughs> Who says I'm the only one they dropped? Right. right. <laughs> so, but, you know. It's like, like you said, they probably have handlers and stuff who are, who are looking at it. It's right. probably not even personal. I mean, they, you know. Right. 
Well, yeah, there's that. always Twitter. <laughs> there's always Twitter. Follow me. Yeah. So anyway, what's up with y'all? Um. <clears throat> well, I I um I went to get a donut. And um, oh hell no! <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah no, I'm, I'm serious. I did. I got a donut. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I like those raisin squares that they have at Randy's Donuts. Randy's Donuts is that that giant donut that you know when they, they show you the iconic images of Los Angeles or Southern California. Right there, off the 405. Right off the 405, okay. the space shuttle drove past it. Um, and uh, well, usually, um, like after the show. Uh, we 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 uh, record on Sundays, so after the show, I would go to Randy's Donuts and, to get me a raisin square. So like the past three Sundays, I, I've gone to I've gone to get a raisin square, and they say, uh, "Oh, we're we're all out of raisin squares." Uh, and uh, so finally, I said, "Okay, well, I'm going to go before the show and get me a raisin square." They <laughs> 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 can't. They won't be out then. So I, I, I go and, and uh, sure enough, I ask for a raisin square. Oh, we don't have any raisin squares. And like, I said, what's the deal here? What, why is it every time I come here uh, and ask for raisin squares, you guys don't have raisin squares? She said, oh, we don't make them on Sunday. Oh, no. <laughs> I said, how come you couldn't tell me that? Right, right. Wow. Yeah. Like, why do I have to go fishing for an answer about right. the, the, the raisin squares? Wow. Um, but, but, but they I, used to make them on Sundays because you used to get them after the show, right? Um, or you just used to go I, I would try go, to get them. I would go after the show. Okay, but you uh, never you never got them. Yeah, yeah, because okay. it, was, it was like, it was, uh, you know, because there have been a couple of times because I, I live in the Valley and, you know, I, I've come down here for whatever reason, uh, yeah. well, to go see my diabetes doctor. And after my diabetes doctor, I go, then, donut. Get the then I go get my donut. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it. Oh, that's keeping yeah. <laughs> that's keeping the diabetes doctor in business. <laughs> well, see, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of her. You know, right, I wanted right. to keep it. I wanted to stay employed because right. it's not easy. Get it's not easy finding the job nowadays. No, right. No. <laughs> so I, I would so say that, you know my appointment was on a Monday or Tuesday or whatever, and so they would have the raisin squares, and uh, but I hadn't had one for a while, and I, I you know, I just started trying to satisfy my craving for a, a raisin square and. Uh- I, I love Randy's, but mm-hmm. that things like that is what pissed me off about Randy's. Mm-hmm. They have other things like they're the only donut place that just arbitrarily decided not to make chocolate buttermilk bars. Really? They don't. Yeah, they don't carry chocolate buttermilk bar. At least they used to didn't. And they they got used like, to didn't. Used, yeah, they used to didn't. <laughs> they used to didn't. I don't know what they do now, but they used to didn't. <laughs> 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 hey, they don't carry English books either. <laughs> they got rid of their grammar bar as well. You know what? That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. That's right. Watch your mouth, nigga. <laughs> oh, but yeah, yeah. man. It, yeah, it, and they have like such a variety. It just seems odd that they would. You know, it's like, well, how come? You don't have buttermilk. Bar- I mean, how come you don't have the chocolate bars? How come you don't have the raisin square? It just yeah. seems kind of arbitrary. It, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, I got some bomb ass honey wheat, though. Yeah, I've hey. never had a Randy's donut. You need to have really? it. Never. Wow. You know, I've been there, but I've never eaten. You've been there, but didn't get the, the donut? Right. What did you, you go for? Hang, you you went for out? a burger? No. I was- <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I was just hanging out with a friend who stopped by for a donut, and I didn't, you know. Was you, you on the stroll? Yeah, the yeah. stroll. <laughs> the 405. I was on the 405 stroll. Shit, according, according to the Culver City Police, all black women over there are prostitutes. Did, did you hear about that? No. Well, this woman, Danielle, I uh, can't think of her last name, but she's, uh, she was, she's an actor. She was in 12 Years a Slave, and she's married to a white guy. And the Culver City Police stopped her and asked her. They were kissing on the street. And they asked, <laughs> they asked her for ID right. and accused her of being a prostitute. Solicitation. And they're like, we're married. This is my husband. And, but she was like, I'm not giving you my ID because I'm not doing anything wrong. And right. so then they detained her. I mean, an, a known actress. And she was wearing, like, a T-shirt and shorts. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. That's, happened, that's happened before. Um, yeah, that happened to a friend of mine, uh, and she she happens to be white. Um, she was uh, we were over in. She's uh, a white hooker. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, that's why she cost fifty dollars more. Uh, oh, uh, terrible. Well, she did back then. But <laughs> it's terrible. I, I don't know. Her prices have probably gone down over the years. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she was uh, she was uh, um, she was working on. Um, on a scene uh, by, I mean, it was a monologue. So she was basically talking to herself or she appeared to be talking to herself from the, uh, uh, you know, from the, uh, um, well, from, I guess from the policeman's point of view. And uh, yeah, I, um, she was, she was detained for a while. Then somebody else came around and eventually they worked it out. But uh, yeah, she was, uh, she was shaken from the experience. Wow. That was, God, that was in the nineties sometime. I, I don't exactly remember when. Hmm. So Charlie Bell, what's been going on with you? Not too, too much. I have a little interesting Uh-oh. tidbit. <laughs> Pre-date? No, no, not f- this time. It's somebody else's dating life. So those are the best kind. <laughs> my <laughs> dating so, vicariously. A close friend of mine <clears throat> is dating another close friend of mine who happens to be my ex-boyfriend. That's random, huh? Wait. Okay. <laughs> No, so your homegirl is dating one of your ex dudes. Correct. Now, does she? Did she know that that was your ex dude? Of course she knew. Okay, and that's like breaking some kind of code. I think. Oh hell yes! <laughs> <laughs> Typically, yes. I mean, under these circumstances, I think it's okay because of the amount of time that's passed since we broke up and the la- you know that we weren't ultra serious to begin with how, how much time has passed oh a good 12 years 10 12 oh, years okay. hmm. and you're and you're okay with but they didn't like ask you if you were okay with it first they just did it yeah uh, but i mean it's i'm okay so with it good thing mm-hmm. good thing for you that you're okay with it yeah yeah <laughs> exactly but i'm okay with it but it's still weird it's still weird mm-hmm. especially cuz i find him not attractive it's but i'm i'm happy for him that mm-hmm. she finds him attractive mm-hmm. and i'm happy for her cuz he's a nice guy okay mm-hmm. so why did you go out with him if you weren't attracted to him that's an interesting story that's an interesting <laughs> question um you know i had just gotten out of a very long-term relationship and I thought I should try something different. You know, my friends, so instead of going out with someone that you found attractive, you thought you'd go out with someone unattractive. 
Well, some that's new. Well, no. What happened that was is different. It's <laughs> but it, no. It's like that chick. What was the chick that was um, here talking about? She was a men's rights advocate or whatever. Oh, Linda, Linda Gross. Gross. Yeah, yeah. So you know how she, she was saying how you know if somebody's nice to you, you can grow to be attracted to them. Mm-hmm. And so I've heard women say that before. Yeah. So I thought, oh, so you I, thought you'd I'd try it. Mm-hmm. That shit don't work. <laughs> for, for you. That for me. For you. For you. Not right. at all. It didn't work. Not at all. So since that time, I learned my lesson. I've never... If, if I'm not attracted to you off... Hmm? Off top, then, you know, we okay. could just be friends. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Good, good for them. I just found out it's somebody that I know, too. So. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. You know both parties, actually. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Now, nah, I'll ask you off air who the girl is. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, we know one thing for sure. The girl looks good. It was one of Amber's friends. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. We know she's a hottie. True, true. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's interesting. That's like, what is though? What what is the what what are the statute of limitations before you could date like your friend's ex? I mean, it, it's like you know what? I don't know. I think it just kind of all depends on the parties involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the kind of person like generally, if I'm done with you, I really don't give a fuck what you do. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> but your homeboy though. Yeah, I mean. The only the only thing about that is not so much like the idea of them being together like some people. Mm-hmm. It, to me, it's just I wouldn't want the the I don't want her like back in my world probably. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. That's it. It's, you don't want to hang out with them. You don't want to hear about them. You don't want to like especially if if talking about relationships. But it, it depends though, because to be honest, I'm with the exception of one or two, I'm I'm. I'm on good terms with all my exes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so there's actually only one. There, there's two. There's 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 another one that won't speak to me, but I'm not really sure why. Because <laughs> right, well, obviously she was obviously she's the, not all right. She's not she was the heartbroken party in that right. in that interaction. Right. So what about? Um, would you set your ex-wife up with any of your friends? I would if I thought, well, I mean, if I was the kind of person to set people up, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not into setting people up, mm-hmm. but yeah, I kind of, I really wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem with it with the exception of the awkwardness of, you know, her being in my world with my current wife and that type of thing, you know, mm-hmm. even as, as in a similar situation, um, when I when I, not long after I divorced my first wife, my 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 parents, you know they they really liked her and they were, uh, they were inviting her to a lot of family functions and whatnot. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I had to talk to my dad. Was like, hey, uh, dad, that's my ex-wife. You <laughs> probably should stop inviting her to all the family functions. You know. And he's like, well, son, you know, well, just because you divorced her or whatever, she's still our daughter and we still love her. I'm like, yeah, dad, but that's fine and good. But do you understand from my point of view? I'm like, what if I bring a date or what if this, what if that? I'm like, 
how would you feel if I brought one of your ex-wives right, around? that part. Damn. And he was like, which one? I said, any of them. <laughs> Take your pick. How would you feel? Would you be happy if I brought any? I know mama wouldn't. Right. <laughs> so, you know, he was like, yeah, you're right. I, I get it, you know. My, he you said, know. which one? Because <laughs> <laughs> if it's Kathy, then nah, <laughs> hell nah. That, that, that's what, but, you know, Janae, yeah, she's pretty hot, man. <laughs> bring her around. She's cool. So, but yeah, because even, you know, my ex-wife and I, we're, we're on, you know, we're on. No, I know. That's why I asked. Yeah, we're, we're on good terms. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't want her hanging around at the so, family you know, event. I think it's not. But to go back to your question about the t- statute of limitations. I think time is only one of the factors. Mm-hmm. It's also um, how you feel about the person because there's a couple of, you know, my serious ex-boyfriends mm-hmm. that no one None of my friends could ever date mm-hmm. for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I would have to be dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah, so there's still an emotional connection or yeah. it's just, yeah, okay, yeah. I got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, it's too, yeah that's, 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 it's too, it's too raw. <laughs> right. that's, see, now, that's, that's, that's the way it, it, it seems to me. It, it's like, um, I, I don't know, uh, 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 there was like, um, I mean, I, I've heard stories where people have basically traded wives. You know, one person has, you know, they, they broke up and, and, yeah, okay, I don't like her. Well, l- let's switch up and see right. what happens. Right. And they're fine with it, you know. Right. And then I just wonder, wow, how can you do that? Right. Well, the good part of this situation, as I actually said to the involved parties, is like the one thing you know is there's some quality control involved. Mm-hmm. Like you've both been vetted, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? They, you know, they have Charlie Bell's seal of approval. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I'm not been hanging around with these, you know, if they were bums, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have been friends for so long. Yeah. And you, you, you had a, you had a friendly relationship with your ex, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's know. why he was still around yeah. to be hitting on my friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you're not going to use them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Reduce, mm-hmm. reuse, recycle. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so say that again. Reduce, reuse, recycle. recycle. And so if we just if we just did that, we could eliminate global warming. Absolutely. All right. (laughs) And loneliness. Oh, oh, yeah, that, too. (laughs) That's right up there with relax, relate, release. (laughs) (laughs) What is that from? Scientology? That's from uh, that's actually a Debbie Allen quote from a character of hers on uh, Different World. Oh, okay. Her and Whitley. She okay. was counseling Whitley and, you know, Whitley, relax, relate, relate. Relax, relate, relate. That's funny. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Was that the episode where it, uh, Whitney was uh, uh, at the, uh, taking care of the, it was like a boys and girls club or something like that? It uh, might be. Oh, okay. I can't remember mm-hmm. what else was going on in the episode. Mm-hmm. Just Debbie Allen, that crazy hair. <laughs> hey. Hey, fame cost. <laughs> right here where you start paying for it and sweating sweat. your edges out <laughs> that's funny we are talking about uh, uh, like family gatherings uh, I go to family gathering and it's like uh, exes are there uh, half, half siblings full siblings step siblings uh, it's, it's like my family man it's like it's like once you're in you're in <laughs> and it's uh I you know it, it doesn't affect me because you know no one loves me, but <laughs> <laughs> I just I, was, I I just I see it and I'm like wow okay no one cares so, so yeah big. I can I think um, if there's kids involved mm-hmm. you know I, 
we expect the exes to to still you know come around mm-hmm. after right. like a reasonable mm-hmm. amount of time like um you know like my nieces uh, and nephews uh mm-hmm. dad mm-hmm. he's around at all the family stuff right he's you know he he was around a little bit too much but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know you know and and everybody was cool with it cuz it'd been you know uh good amount of time and my sister she's moved on and mm-hmm. she's married and her husband was cool with it and you mm-hmm. know so it was it was all good you yeah know? yeah so but yeah he would he would come with his his new woman and whatnot and his new kids from mm-hmm. another woman and whatever Ooh. else so yeah when uh, blended family yeah very <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. black ish <laughs> <laughs> that's a double entendre <laughs> that's funny but um so i know we're going to talk about um ray rice later in the show mm -hmm. but i just the whole kind of um brouhaha over ray rice kind of made me nostalgic for oj (laughs) 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 and i don't know where or how my mind just starts wandering right like First, I think I was thinking, wow, I bet Ray Rice really wished Johnny Cochran was was still alive. And then I was thinking, wow, Johnny Cochran got O.J. off of a murder trial, and he still had to fuck up and go to jail. <laughs> he fucked off a f- murder, like, not an uh, unguilty conviction, in a, you know, lack of conviction right. on a murder trial, and he still was like, let me just fuck up. <laughs> and I just remember, I can just, like, in my head, I start picturing, like, you know, the scenario that happened before OJ just went ham and tried to go get his shit. Like, some dude just hyping him up like, nigga, let's go. Let's go do this. Nigga, you the juice. Let's go get your shit back. They got you your the juice. shit, man. They got you your know what shit. They got, they, got, they, got, they, got, they got your Heisman trophy. They got your Heisman. <laughs> they got, they got, you they the got. juice. <laughs> you used to run through airports, nigga. You used to run through airports. Let's do this. They got your golf clubs and shit, man. <laughs> They got your autographed picture of Arnold Palmer. They got your Bruno Magalies. <laughs> they got all your ugly ass clothes, nigga. You used to fuck white girls before it was the thing you do. You the juice. You Orenthal, nigga. Orenthal. Orenthal. Orenthal James motherfucking Simpson. That's right. Let's do this. You was the Simpsons before they was even a cartoon, nigga. <laughs> you yeah. know what? That's disrespectful. <laughs> But come on, you know it had it had to have so- it had to go down something like that. Let's go get let's go get your Heisman, nigga. <laughs> Somebody was hyping him up, and he was like, "Yeah, I am the juice. I'm the juice. I'm going to get this. I am the juice. I am the children." <laughs> but that is that is I've been replaying that scenario because I'm like, how did you go from you could have just be chilling on the golf course right now. <laughs> But you had to just, just, just had. I got to get my gold medal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he I, thought he was uh, invincible, kind of like um, Common. Common um, is uh, he? He was in this western called Hell on Wheels mm-hmm. on AMC. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I love that show. Yeah. Well, his character. Spoiler alert! In case you guys haven't been um, following Hell on Wheels, his character got attacked by a bear. And everybody thought that was the end of him. You know, his horse went back to camp and everything. And even the viewer, they took his name out the credits and everything. Wow. So um, I had a feeling that wasn't the end of him. Right. And uh turns out the Indians, 
they saw that he killed this bear and that he was hanging on from, you know, they believe there's like magical powers and stuff mm-hmm. in him. Right. So they brought him back to camp and nursed him back to health, you know, mm-hmm. over several months. And he got back physically, but his mind was gone. <laughs> and uh, they, his name was Bear Killer, and mm-hmm. you know, in uh, in Indian. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ice Ice T made a record called Bear Killer, I think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, NWA said, "Fuck the Bear Killers." Yeah, exactly. fuck the bears. <laughs> fuck the bears. <laughs> yeah, that, that's when he was in Chicago. But, uh, <laughs> Straight out of Chi Town. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, he he thought he had magical powers and he was invincible because he killed a bear, and that's how OJ he killed white people and got away with it and thought right. he was invincible. He, right. I got magic powers. I'm a magical nigga. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, kill white people and get away with it. He saw the green mile too many times. <laughs> no, OJ. I, I kill white people. <laughs> 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 so wrong. <laughs> oh man. Ooh, boy. Hey, but we heard from uh we heard from Pip Lily about the show. Oh. And what he had to say was uh thanks for the shout out. Charlie got it perfectly. Yay. I thought Jonette's points were uh really good too. And Charlie is so right about consciousness raising. Thanks again for addressing this issue. I know my point of view, but it's good to hear di- uh, different perspective. And uh, that must be some. There's another place where he uh, gave us a shout out too, and that's where he's talking about how Charlie Bell's his favorite and how he loves Charlie Bell and all this other hey. bullshit. Pip Lily always liked uh, you best. You know, <laughs> I'm like, what kind of gay dude are you? Like always jogging the girl. Like what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? The brothers you know love is all about Charlie Bell. I'm getting tired of all this Charlie Bell, Charlie Bell. That's all I hear from the women, the gay dudes. Charlie Bell, Charlie Bell. What the fuck? Ding, ding, dong. Ding, 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 dong. Speaking of which, dear fans, now you can write directly to me. My email is therealcharliebell at gmail. Oh, hell no. Therealcharliebell at gmail. That's Bell with an E and Charlie without one. Oh hell no! <laughs> Send me a message, Pip Lily. You know, <laughs> without Dino Red, there would be no Charlie Bell. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't my daddy. <laughs> I'm your podcast daddy. <laughs> I'm your mama. I'm your daddy. I'm that nigga in the alley. What's <laughs> man? <laughs> oh yeah, speaking of which, the um Damon and I were talking before you got here. Um the next back in the day, next mm-hmm. week is going to be music that your parents or aunt or big brother or big sister or big cousin or some older mm-hmm. person turns you on to. Oh. Yeah. We could have a Put whole you. we could have a whole podcast just yes. on that alone. It, it, might, it might end up being that, <laughs> right? I mean, a whole yeah. podcast series, like a show <laughs> called from. Music. Well, just take your either your earliest memory or your favorite uh, person that you got put onto at a young age, and you know, go from there, mm-hmm. and then hit me up with like you know two or three, okay. two I'm or ready. three songs. I'm ready for you. So. <laughs>
tumble for you. <laughs> News and noteworthy. The shiznit. Yeah, since Charlie Bell went ahead and uh, jumped the gun with the Ray Rice stuff. I just gave a, <laughs> what do you call it? What, a, pre- a preview. A pre, what's it called? A, a prequel? A, no, not a, a prologue? A, um, exposition? A fore, foreshadowing. That's what oh, it was. Foreshad- I foreshadowed. <laughs> I was like, what a. Uh, <laughs> that was a spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> they know we was going to talk about it. Come on. <laughs> it was really more about OJ. <laughs> It was an OJ. It was a segue to OJ. It really was. Well, the first time around, we skipped it because um, I think that was that was a sh- that was a show that was an Charlie Bell was sick or something, and you weren't here, so we didn't talk about it. And then by the next week, it had kind of blown over, and so I was just like, let's just let it go, and we just went on and and didn't really deal with it. <clears throat> but now it's back again. You know, like a bad meal. And uh, <laughs> it just won't go away. Won't go away. But uh, I will say this, though. Um, thanks to thanks to um, my sister, uh, my Facebook sister, um, Lavinia from the Nerdy Black Chicks, she did what Charlie Bell usually does. A lot of times when, there, when there's an issue or there's something that I'm, I'm missing, and I want somebody to enlighten me. Let me say this too. And I love their podcast too. So, oh, okay. Shout well, out. Yeah, well, I shout them out all the time. But um, <clears throat> let me say this: when I don't know about other people, but I get the feeling that when most people argue, I think their intention is to win. Right. I don't think I don't think they're trying to actually persuade you to mm-hmm. convince you. Or to enlighten you. That's not the feeling I get when I hum- debate with people. That's human nature. That's- I think I think they're trying to win the argument. Mm-hmm. I think they think they're right. And they're trying to prove that they're right. But they're not necessarily trying to... They're not really trying to educate you or, you know... Right. Now, when I argue, I am trying to prove my point. But all the while, in the back of my mind is... I'm hoping that this person can teach me something or I'm hoping that I can see this from another perspective that I can gain some sort of enlightenment or that I can be enlightened or see, you know, something that I haven't seen before. That's, Mm -hmm. that's my, that's my goal. My goal is to broaden your mind. Exactly. Not necessarily to win. Mm -hmm. So with that said, you know, most most of the arguments or debates or whatever you want to call them are pretty useless to me because mm-hmm. that's not what's going on. But, you know, there's times when I can talk to certain people like like Damon and Charlie Bell. You guys mm-hmm. are are two people who enlighten me regularly. Anyway, <clears throat> when this whole Ray Rice thing broke the first time and then. Stephen A said what he said, which is the the which is the which is the area I wanted to talk about it from because everybody was pretty much covering the domestic abuse part of it, and I don't think that's much of a conversation. I mean, you know, it, it's just dead wrong. 
You know, dude yeah. knocked out his fiance. I mean, it's just dead wrong. Yeah. Um, but what Stephen A. brought up. That I thought was something that was more open to interpretation or to conversation, and not only not only what he said, but the fact that he got suspended for saying it. Mm-hmm. I thought also. So not, recap what not, he said. Not, I, I I don't think I. Well, what he said was <coughs> that he and he reiterate he reiterated several times that he was not condoning or excusing or you know what he said what ray rice did was dead wrong he was he was, he was given the line that they always that every ex-football player is given it is never okay to put your hands on a woman he said that several times right but he said he also, but what he said was there needs to be a discussion about he said what i tell the women in my family that <coughs> we have to be careful or you have to be careful of provocation and this and that. And then that's when everything went south. So, I mean, so did you ever hear his, uh, his comments at all or no? Now that you're mentioning it, I, I don't think I ever heard them, but I read about them and, you know, um, maybe did I hear them? You know, I'm not, um, I don't follow sports media as much as I used to. Yeah, but this kind of. No, I know it transcended yeah, that, but I'm so just saying because I, too. so I basically heard the media reactions to what he said rather than what he said. Right. His coworker got on Twitter and, you know, went off on him and everything. Is that mm-hmm. Michelle Beadle? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Michelle Beadle. Um, so <laughs> my, my issue in the beginning, my, my issue was I was. You know, I kind of struggle with like what's what's the big. I mean, why are they? Why are they? You know, what what what's all the hoopla about when he's just saying that? You know, this also needs to be a discussion about this too. Not saying that this situation uh, is 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 this, this doesn't excuse what Ray Rice did, but we also need to talk about women uh, who initiate confrontations well <clears throat> basically is that is that was that what you were trying to say well yeah sort of yeah. yeah well i think the reason he got suspended and the reason it is still related to the larger domestic violence conversation because it's it's all fine and good to say that domestic violence is wrong and obviously when you have a freaking video of somebody punching out someone basically half well, the, their size. the video wasn't out at that time no, but. no no no. i know but i mean i'm just saying now everyone it's it's so easy for everyone to say oh it's so brutal and domestic violence is wrong blah, blah, blah. but the history of domestic violence is that you know that it's blamed the victim it's been a victim blaming thing it was always well what did right. you do to provoke it <clears throat> or you know and women that's why women had so much shame around coming forward about um, you know, being battered. And so, I mean, that's why people got so infuriated because it's really taking us backwards. The point is, it's a violent crime because we should just leave domestic. I, I almost want to say we need a new term for domestic violence because the whole thing is if somebody burns down your house or, you know, you don't have to press charges, the state is going to press charges for arson. It's a crime. It's known as a crime. It's on the books. You know, domestic violence is one of the few crimes in some states. In California, that's not the case. The state will press charges on your behalf whether you as the partner do or don't. But in other places, maybe Maryland where this happened, I don't know if that's true. Um, Are you talking about Ray Rice? 
Yes. Uh, it was New Jersey. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, but um, did he get? Oh, yeah, he did get sentenced by New Jersey. Well, same yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. just. Well, the, the, he plays. He plays for uh, the, uh, the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens. But the the incident happened in Atlanta. Right. So. That's right. I'm just saying. I don't know on the East Coast what th- those states' um, laws they, are, I, but. I mean, I think that's why it's like we need to just start talking about we don't talk about other victim, other crimes as being provoked by the victim other than rape and domestic violence. Those are the only two crimes that we say the victim, you know, provoked it. And and that's not the right conversation to have right now. Just to uh, uh, just to fill you in, in in New Jersey, uh, they could have uh, press charges without her cooperation. Right. Um, they uh, basically uh, they had they have more videotape than we've seen. Absolutely. And, and so I'm I'm just, I'm just saying that yeah. that uh, so so yes, New Jersey right. is one of the states where the prosecution could have right. Could so have occurred. so we know that the state. I mean, I didn't even know that, but I did mm. know. I did just recently read an article about basically how lenient the state was towards mm-hmm. Ray Rice. Mm-hmm. He got a plea deal that less than one percent, about one percent of you know batterers get, mm-hmm. and so they already were like being lenient on him, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but the one thing that I think has to be said, and I don't know if you like to me, you know, fuck the NFL. They knew what the fuck was going on. You didn't need a videotape. The police report said, even without seeing the videotape, the police report said he knocked her out in the elevator. So why do you need to see a videotape? Well, you could just do the math. Seeing him drag, I mean, just seeing him drag the woman out. I right, mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So they're like, oh, you know, before when we just heard the description of a woman getting knocked out, it was a two game suspension. But now that we actually see how bad it is to get no, no, knocked no, no, out, no, 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 no. It wasn't that they actually saw. It was that we actually saw. That's what I'm saying. That's what it was. Of course it was. That's yeah, that's exactly my point. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah. Total bullshit. It's fucking. It's a cover up. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Definitely. So, <clears throat> on that note, if I was Janae, or if I was, let's say, if I was one of Janae's advisors, <laughs> I would tell her to fucking go sue the fuck out of the NFL because they have the deep pockets and, you know, cut your ties with, I mean, I know it's easier said than done because it's your husband, what have you, blah, blah, blah. But this is your chance to escape and get paid because the NFL basically helped cover up a brutal crime that also, you know, she might have been, they might have been part of what coerced her into marrying him in the first place. <clears throat> okay. Um, are you, you going to say something? Yeah, well, I was going to say, um, basically, I was struggling to comprehend why Stephen A. Smith's uh, comments caused such an uproar and then you know basically everyone you know guys were saying like oh no it's just we're not saying that he was right we're just saying that nobody should touch anybody and mm-hmm. whatever whatever but when Lavinia broke it down and was like she said basically she said like this she said seeing that at this at this moment is just like it's just like the uh, the the uh, the chick who said that she wasn't going to march for Eric Garner because of uh, guys not standing up for women for women mm-hmm. uh, and 
in uh, the street harassment issue, mm-hmm. or also, um, or is she gave another example? Um, oh, <laughs> or like the uh, the the people um, in regards to the Ferguson issue says, well, what about black on black crime? Exactly. You know, it's exactly. Like, That's exactly what it is. I it's mean, a distraction. Like, okay. Okay, I get it. So it might be a real issue. Well, not might be. It, it, I believe it's a real issue. Mm-hmm. It is a real issue. But you need it needs its own separate conversation away from this. Absolutely. The, otherwise, it looks like you're, you're blaming. Defying. You're right. Even though you keep saying you're not. Right. That's the, that's the feeling that's exactly. that's attached to it. So, right. Um, <clears throat> my problem with uh, the Stephen A. Smith uh, uh, issue is uh, he's a paid commentator. Uh, <laughs> exactly. To commentate. Well, yeah. Well, I was going to get to that. Oh, but, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, oh, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, and what he said may have. Yeah. I mean, you pay somebody to to make comments, and maybe they're inflammatory. Maybe they're dead wrong. Right. But the fact of the matter is, when you start suspending people for having opinions that are unpopular, then why do you have why do you have a, a guy that's uh, that's there to to commentate, and let him deal with the the, the firestorm? Yes, I, I I understand that ESPN is a is a national network, and they don't want you know they don't want a hassle or whatever whatever. But I mean, why why do you hire Stephen A. Smith if if uh, if he can't say what's on his mind, right or wrong, and he's made very uh, inflammatory uh, comments in regards to the black community on several occasions. Mm-hmm. But ESPN never, uh, they never got up in their draws about that. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and 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 I, Charlie Bell, I know what you're going to say. And what am I going to say? Well, okay. Well, I, no, I'm going to say I'm going to say this. I like, I agree. There's, you know, you can't have. Uh, freedom of speech without reasonable limitations, right? And also, freedom of speech does not mean that you are free from repercussions, right? I give you that. But at the same time, you have to acknowledge that if anytime someone says something that's unpopular, they are punished, then that's de facto censorship. censorship. And we need to find some kind of a balance. Okay, so... Censorship, by definition, is only when the government does it, right? So, first of all, that's... Why? why who says that? Bec- why? That's because that's the definition of it. That's the definition of it. So, second of all, but there are... But I, but I will take your point, you know, that there are social currents that make certain conversations more difficult to have, right? And sometimes that's good and sometimes that's not. But I would definitely separate what Stephen A. S- Smith does. I mean, he's not paid to be a free. Yes, his title is commentator, but he's not paid to be a free speech. That's not a free speech forum. You know, it's a corporate. It's a corporate um, entity that's there to make money. And anytime somebody's speech, free, so-called free speech, is <clears throat> putting their their profits at risk, they're going to be punished. That's part of the corporate game. I mean, everyone knows you can't just say what you want on your job. I understand, I understand you know, that completely. So I think that it depends on who's doing the, the, the punishment, right? It, and what is punishment? I mean, is punishment people well, we rebuking heard. you for your opinions? Is that really punishment or is that just the natural consequence of free speech? Well, uh, 
well, he had well, several people that disagreed with him on what he said, and the fact that the fact that they disagreed with him, and we live in a society where uh, people can immediately. Um, I mean, Michelle Beadle right away. Uh, she was on Twitter, uh, and she broke an ESPN corporate rule, rule exactly by uh, commenting on what he said, and she got no punishment for it that we know of. That, um, right, that we know of. Um, but the thing is, Stephen A. Smith is was hired to make uh, to to vocalize his opinion. He was hired and, and, to make the money. That's what he was hired to well, do. Yeah, well, make the money by vocalizing his opinion, right? But. Um, he, um, and, um, if his opinions are, and, and, you know, shows like that, they, they make the disclaimer that the, uh, the, uh, opinions, uh, voiced by the host are those of the host, not necessarily of a, a ABC corporation or ESPN or whatever. Um, and, and that's understood it, the fact of the, and, and I understand that, yes, when, when we get down to it, the nitty gritty, Freedom of speech, uh, the protection of, of free speech, is about is about the uh, uh, the ability of the citizens to address the government without repercussion without the repercussion of law. But uh, basically, you know, we we've come as a society to say that people should be able to say what they say without being punished for it, and that Stephen A. Smith was punished for having an unpopular opinion. No, he he was yes. punished for. Jeopardize? No, the per- who punished him was the corporation that he worked for, right? And they punished him because they felt that his opinion was threatening their profits. I mean, it, oh, oh yeah, punishment I'm... depends on who's punishing uh. you and why. I mean, Michelle Beadle didn't punish him. The National Organization for Women didn't pu- punish him. It was his corporate bosses that chose to punish him. And w- when you're and yes, they have those disclaimers in the so-called you know whatever the, these opinions do not necessarily represent. They have to do that. That's legal that's trying to cover their ass but realistically we know that you know the editorial voice of a of a media outlet whether it be a newspaper tv radio what have you represents that institution but you know i would say that uh his entire the entire um <laughs> he had he had well i think there were at least two hosts on that show who uh disagreed with his point point of view Every host on the network disagreed with his point of view. It was one guy with one point of view versus the entire entity. And ESPN, yes, they ultimately punished him for having an opinion. Uh, it, it wasn't, uh, uh, and it, you know, when when you hi- when you hire, and, and this isn't about you know. Yes, I understand the corporates are, corporations are in business to make money, and they have the perf- they they have the right to do everything that was done to Stephen A. Smith. ESPN had the right to do. And I understand that they were. Uh, so what's the argument? <laughs> well, the argument is he was hi- he was hired to have an opinion, and they punished him for it. It's it's uh, the hypocrisy of ESPN that uh, that that uh, that's my problem. Well, I don't think it's hypocritical because he knew that he was there. I mean, when you work for a corporation, you know that you're there to make money, and if your opinion jeopardizes their money making abilities, of course they're going to punish you. I mean, that I don't. I'm not saying that. You're, you, look, you know what? You're only you're only arguing this because you don't like his opinion. That's not if, true. Yes, it is. No, if, it isn't. Yes, if, if his opinion was was something that was for your cause, you know, versus something that uh, your cause doesn't agree with, then your whole attitude would be totally different about this. 
No. Yes. No, because I... Yes. Okay. You could say that, but you're just speculating. I've had situations where someone who did agree with me but was punished by a corporate entity. You don't... I'm not saying that I respect that or that... Look, you know I'm the last person to stand up for a corporation. I'm just saying that's... We live in... It's a capitalist-oriented society. Corporations are going to do whatever is in their best interest financially, whether it's right or wrong. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just... I'm not sticking up for the corporation. I'm just saying it's not about freedom of speech in the abstract. This is commercial speech. This is speech for the purpose of making money. And they, the company ESPN felt like it was jeopardizing their money. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying that's the way corporations operate. And, you know, um, certainly. I don't know. It's, I just think it's very interesting that when. It's when when there's a a topic that uh, that doesn't further your cause. That's just the way things are. But if it's if it's uh, something that's uh, against your cause, but that's the way things are, then it's like, oh, we need to change that. And that's not right. And that's oppressive and this and that. There's a whole different attitude about it when it's going against your cause. But if it doesn't bother your cause, then it's like, oh, well, that's just the way things are. Just like when it comes to. To you know, guys date. Oh well, that's just the way things are. No, 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 no. no. You know, no. But, but no, that's not that's not true. I think that w- I'm an, no matter what my ideals are, I'm a very I'm a realist. I know that if you want to make change, you have to start from a from an analysis of what the real power structure looks like. And that's absolutely wrong. I criticize the media all the time. I think the corporate media is a fucking hot mess. I think that the reason people are so ignorant about so many things is because you know. The media is pretty much controlled by a small handful of corporations who's who only care about making money. You know what? I I would totally support Stephen A. Smith to say whatever fucking crazy ass thing he he wants to say if it was a part of a larger environment where there was you know more diversity of opinion that was widely accessible through corp corporate mainstream media corporate mainstream media that's not what they do you know that's one of the reasons why a lot of this discussion is happening on social media you know a lot of this is happening on twitter and facebook and tumblr rather than in the corporate media um so i'm not validating or condoning the the corporate media's reaction i'm just saying you you have to understand it within the corporate context you know, I would love to see – I think our corporate media is a, is a disaster. We need a better media system. But right now, it's for money. You know, and I don't know. I'm not supporting ESPN. <laughs> you know, they don't need my fucking support <laughs> at all. I – um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I will say that – once again, I agree with you on, on the on the point that ESPN can do what they want to do. But should they? But, yeah, uh, my point basically was that I think that if you're going to have a talk show and you want it to be a good talk show, um, then you need to allow all points of view. Right. Would, that would, yeah, okay. that would so, be just like if, 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 all, of, if all of us – felt the same way about every single topic, then what the, what would be the point of us even discussing anything? Right. So I guess my point is that you're right. I agree with you. If the, if the explicit purpose of your show was to, you know, share perspectives and enlighten people. And, you know, if, if, it, if the media wasn't there to make money, I would agree with you. Yeah. If it was there well, to actually, well, that particular show, um, 
every show is Stephen A. Smith uh, having a, an argument with, uh, and I can't think of the I can't think of the other guy's name, but but basically they they argue back and forth. The, right. the, the whole idea of the show is to have conflict. Right. Exactly. The whole idea of the show is to uh, to to uh, be provocative, right? And on that level, I mean, that's basically he was doing what he, was. he what he uh, is paid for. What he was paid for, right? That you're right. That show exploits provocation and mm-hmm. conflict. Mm-hmm. That's there. It's an you know, t- in, it's a tabloid show in that respect. Mm-hmm. And he stepped across the line mm-hmm. of you know provocation that doesn't jeopardize their money. <laughs> In their perspective, yeah. you know, I, I'm not for it. I'm just saying that's the inevitable result mm-hmm. when the the so-called public dialogue is really run by companies that are out to make money. If we had, you know, public airways and a lot more, you know, outlets for people to say whatever they want, then I think it would happen then, too. Um, I think that uh, as a society, we're we're afraid. Yeah, uh, but the company wouldn't be punishing them. That's that's the difference. People does are, it matter really? Does it really matter where the punishment comes from? The yes. effect is the same. It, the, the no, effect it's is, not. Yeah, it is. No, the company is the only person the, that can cut your check. The, but what I'm saying is, if 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 you say something that's unpopular, whether it's your company or the gut or whoever, you're getting punished. Then guess what? People got on a, are going to stop saying things that are unpopular. But if I'm still <laughs> making a check, then who's to say I'm getting punished? I, I mean, I look. If I say something controversial, then I have to be. He, read- got, he got he got suspended. For, exactly. For the company so, didn't pay his check. That's my point. Right, they so, they are the ones that punished him, not people who disagreed with him. Well, yeah, in a way, because uh, we, we, how much uh, how much you want to bet? Well, I mean, this is just speculation because no way we can go back in time and know. But had Michelle Beto not got on, gone on to Twitter, and and stirred up, Michelle. stirred the pot, then maybe he wouldn't have got suspended. I don't see how that's relevant. <laughs> well, you just said he. Okay, never mind. <laughs> you just said Michelle Beadle does not cut his checks. You just whatever said. she did, she doesn't fucking write the checks. She doesn't sign the checks. She doesn't cut the checks. It's the boss. In this situation, only the boss had the opportunity and the power and the authority to to not pay him. He, you're right. He he's on there. He 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 knows he's getting paid to say controversial things. He probably pisses somebody off every fucking day. Yeah. So if you want to call that punishment, that's not punishment. That's part of his job. Until he doesn't get paid for that anymore, that was the punishment. You that, know. That's what we. I don't understand why this whole punishment thing is such a huge part of your. Yeah, he, we we know he was he was he was suspended because, for a week because that's, you're. Because you're saying that people disagreeing with him was the punishment, but I'm saying... No, I never said that that was the punishment. You said it doesn't matter if it's who, where the punishment comes from, what type of punishment. If people feel afraid to speak, then it's the same effect. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying no, it's not the same effect if you're getting paid versus if you're not getting paid. Well, yeah, that, that is true. That is true. So the idea of punishment is subjective, right? Mm, no, I don't think no. so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. what You don't want to first start bringing up punishment from the beginning. I never understood why that was be, 
an issue. I mean, no, you said if people get punished for what they say, then they're not going to want to say their true opinions, and it. Right, and he got punished. So why? I don't understand. Yes, he got punished for what he said. He got punished for doing his job, um, basically. Um, you know, uh, he. You know, it, and it, it's it's not just him. I, I think uh, overall, uh, if people have the wrong opinion um, about the wrong group uh, or whatever, um, yeah, the, the corporate entities will uh, they'll suspend them, they'll fire them, they'll they'll, uh, they'll unless unless there's a, a, a unless there's a uh, what do you call it a, a, not a backdraft and if people if there's enough public outcry public outcry yeah. then then the then the people who do make the checks or whatever are going to acquiesce to that so you know, saying that public outcry doesn't matter it does matter when that is the what if that is what I mean, you're talking about ESPN talking about them not making money well they're they're not making money is a form of public outcry I'm I'm not saying that public outcry doesn't matter but I'm differentiating public outcry from punishment right so public outcry may, right it's not punishment out- but it leads to cry, punishment right it may have been what triggered ESPN's decision but it was still the decision of ESPN you can't say that everybody who who objected to it vocally was wrong for that 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 was their free speech. He had his free speech to say what he believed about women provoking domestic violence, and everybody in the country had their free speech to say that was some bullshit. What the fuck is he doing on the air? And ESPN, it was their decision whether to punish him by suspending him, firing him, ignoring the public outcry. Has he has he come back on the air? Oh yeah, yes. he's been back, he's back. He's back. and he's, he's back. still talking about this shit. It I was only think- a week. I would think he would shut the fuck up about this after that, but he's still talking about it. Yeah, I I have a question. Why? Why has uh, Pretty Boy Floyd gotten away with uh, so much domestic abuse? Man, what's what's up with that? How come? Oh man, because how come nobody's nobody's gone after him? Because people watch. Well, actually, people who watch football don't give a shit either. But. uh... People who watch boxing don't give a shit. Um, you know, when it when it comes to athletics, I mean, the, the average fan doesn't care. I mean, I you know, it, it, it's you know, even the, the whole Ray Rice thing. Uh, everyone knew that Ray Rice had had knocked out his his girlfriend, mm-hmm. but until they actually saw it manifest, I mean, no one gave a shit really. I mean, it, it wasn't it was it didn't cause the uproar uh, that it should have caused. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, um, we pay him to uh, we pay knock him to be, out. yeah, <laughs> knock, knock people out, and people who like that don't really care what his life is like at home. I would say the average sports fan doesn't care what his sports hero does at home. Um, I don't know if the sports fans don't care, but I would say that sports there, there's several layers to it. For one, sports in general is a huge, you know money maker it's it's an entertainment industry right so i think that all these sports whether it be the nfl the nba you know boxing they have a vested interest to to cover shit up and minimize it and keep the money flowing so i mean i think that's just you know i think it it's the more money you have the more power you have to keep shit hush hush i mean i think it's terrible 
Well, they 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 can't they can't do it like they used to. Um, right, exactly. Uh, but there was a time, you know. It, well, it, it went to Hollywood stars as well, mm-hmm. uh, and presidents. Of, <laughs> lot, well, yeah. Well, 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 just about anyone with power, right? Or, exactly. Or, or uh, who, you know, relied on public, um, re- relied on the goodwill of the, of the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got their stuff covered up now exactly. because of you know we, we have cameras everywhere, and mm-hmm. everyone has a, a phone that can tweet. Right. what you're doing and you know we have a 24-hour news cycle uh it's impossible to to cover up things as, exactly. we're, as we're finding out um and uh but i i would think that well i you, uh, I, I used to uh i forgot when when i when i when i said this but um uh, we were. I think. I think. I think it was the first time with when we were talking about uh, not us specifically, but the when the the Ray Rice thing first came about. Someone asked me how I felt about it. I said uh, he's not my favorite player on my favorite team, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and what? and and that's. I, I think. I think people when when they go to sporting events, really, they just want to see. They want to see people get knocked out. They want to see people get roughed up. Um, you know, they. You know, people. There are people who do care, but I would say for the most part, really, we just want to see. Uh, we just want to see a good show, and um, you know, I, I think that's the way it is with a lot of stuff. People just want to live their lives and don't give a shit about what's going on. Right, but we don't just let other kinds of criminals just do what they want you know what I mean? yeah. like if you had a a drug dealing felony you couldn't mm. play in the nfl well you could i mean it's just they they i mean well uh they they probably won't uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but even you know uh they're you know they're, they're guys who they knew were doing drugs or if they didn't know they suspected and looked the other way right but uh, we're talking about a legal conviction mm-hmm so I think that's – I'm just saying like – again, we say domestic violence. It mm-hmm. sounds so tame, but it's mm-hmm. just – it's violence. It's a crime. It's mm-hmm. battery. It's, it's assault. assault. Yeah. So, you know, if somebody it, – it, I don't know. I just think that, um, you know, the, one of the big dialogues that's happening right now around this whole issue is that when the NFL fails to, you know, take it seriously and punish their players, then it kind of – just helps everybody else not take it seriously as assault and as a violent attack, which yeah. it is. So, you know, that's part of the problem. Um, but I want to get back on the NFL. I was talking about uh, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather. <laughs> because what I was saying about Floyd Mayweather is that just like – because I'm saying that it's all about money. That's basically what I'm saying. It all comes down to money, and people are not going to fuck up their checks. <laughs> yeah, but even still, like the conversation just gravitated mm-hmm. swift right back to the NFL, and it's like – Floyd Mayweather's just still over here just chilling. I'm specifically asking, why is this motherfucker getting away with all this dirt? And then somehow because we he's ended the biggest right back celebrity, over. He's the biggest celebrity <laughs> and the biggest moneymaker in boxing. But that doesn't – Damon just told you. Like, we just said that that doesn't matter anymore. I mean, it's the information no, is out there. I it, mean – It still matters. Still- it does it, – you're right. In But it, well, I think what Damon was saying, if I can – you know, I think that – what Damon was saying was in the past, it would have been a much cleaner cover up. We might not even have known about Floyd Mayweather. Now, yes, we know about it, but there's still a machine around him that's going to protect him and make sure that he's still able to get out there and make that money for the for the 
Um, the WB, what is it? WBC okay, one? okay. That's uh, that. Understand that. Where's the public outcry though? Where's the? Where, where are all the people who are out here who want Ray Rice's head on the platter? Where are they? That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Where they, they're not. They're not getting kickbacks. Well, I don't think that. Um, well, look. First of all, I wasn't aware of Floyd Mayweather's violence until recently. Oh, so, right. I mean, I think that it has not been as big in the media, you know, it has, you're right. It hasn't been made as big of a deal of, and I think it's partially because fewer women maybe are boxing fans as compared to NFL fans. I don't know. So, well, the NFL is the biggest, uh, sport in America right right now. And, uh, boxing while very popular is still a niche sport. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, and, and, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I've never paid for a Mayweather fight and I never, I don't think I ever have. I might've, I might've paid for one. Maybe that last fight that you came over. I'm, was trying, that, I'm trying to remember if was that, that was that a Mayweather. Because if if, if I, I think it had to be Mayweather. Because who else would we have been watching? There's nobody yeah. else to watch. The only other person would have been Pacquiao. Have, yeah. we, have we seen a Pacquiao fight? I can't even remember. It was either Mayweather or Pacquiao. Okay, so I say, so yeah, you, maybe one, maybe one, probably one. I say probably one, but I, I won't pay for any more. That's for sure. Yeah. But I will say, go ahead. No, no, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Fuck Mayweather and his illiterate ass. <laughs> Y'all heard about that too, yeah. right? No, I didn't know he couldn't read. We, yeah, it, it's not so much that he can't read. Well, you know what? Why don't you uh, judge for yourself? I happen to have a clip right here. <laughs> <laughs> Want to hear about it? Here, go. This is uh, Shitty Boy Floyd. So listen, what I heard Fifty mm-hmm. saying this yesterday, right? The I Breakfast thought it was Club funny, with uh, Charlemagne the guy. Read or not, but then I thought to myself, when Floyd came up here to the Breakfast Club, I'm sure he had to read drops, right? Correct. So had our producer. And if you don't know what drops are, that's when they just say, "Hey, you're listening to this is DJ Envy, and I'm listening to the Breakfast Club right now." So I had our producers pull up the unedited audio of him reading drops. Now, this is the drop. Oh my goodness! He was reading. Envy, I need you to time me on this, okay? All right. I'm gonna read this drop. Hold on, hold on. on. Let me get my. Now, keep in mind, Charlamagne's not the best reader either, so we don't know how long this is gonna take. I need the exact time, okay? This is disrespectful, but let's go. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I've joined iHeartRadio for the Show Your Scripts movement to support hiring vets. Go to showyourscripts.org, a website that connects veterans with employees and helps business find candidates with the best training. How long was that? Ten seconds. Okay, ten seconds. This is Floyd Mayweather. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this is Ten not seconds. nice. Ten oh, seconds. This is disrespectful. This you is... sure? You... Hey, shut the hell up. I'm always sure. I don't give a damn. Okay? Uh, this is Floyd Mayweather. Reading now he gets paid to talk shit. Drops I just did. I'm Floyd Mayweather. And I, I'm Floyd Mayweather. And I've joined Heart Radio for the show. Your stripes. Your... Okay. I'm Floyd Mayweather. And I've joined Heart Radio for the show, Your Stripes Movement to Support Hiring Vets. I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I've joined Heart Radio for the show, Your Stripes Movement to Support Hi, Okay. I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I'm I'm Floyd I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I've joined Heart Radio for the show, Your Stripes Movement to Support Hiring vets. Go to the show, yourstripes.org. Go to the show, yourstripes.org. Go to show your stri- Go to show yourstripes.org. Go to show yourstripes.org. A website, a website that connects veterans with employees and helps business businesses. Okay. 
the website that connects veterans with employers and helps businesses find candidates with the best training. I'm Floyd. I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I've joined Heart Radio for the show, your stripes movement to support higher investment. Okay, okay, that's enough, guys. Okay, you get the point. Nigga never did get it right. Never. <laughs> they, just, they just had to stop it. I've joined iHeartRadio for the Show Your Stripes movement to support hiring vets. Go to showyourstripes.org, a website that connects veterans with employees and helps businesses find candidates with the best training. 1-800-585-1051. Right. The thing he can fight. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this, this all came that's... about between uh, him and 50 got beef somehow. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, 50 went on YouTube and said, okay, look, nigga, <laughs> if you can read one page from a Harry Potter book, I would donate $750,000 wow. to whatever charity you want. Wow. Right. And so then um, he came back later on and Jimmy Kimmel got involved and said he could come on the Jimmy Kimmel show and do it. <sighs> and 50 got back on the, on uh, YouTube and said, hey, look, nigga, <laughs> we know that Harry Potter is a hard book. So we don't we don't want to make it that hard for you. And Jimmy Kimmel said you can come on his show and do it. So why don't you go on his show and you can read Cat in the Hat? Fuck. And then he was like, "Fuck the bucket," and threw the uh, threw a bucket of ice water out. <laughs> it's like, "Fuck the bucket challenge." <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> at at heights, man. Yeah, that boy Mayweather tweeted a uh, a check for uh, seventy two million two hundred eighty six thousand dollars and said, "Read this." <laughs> right, and right. I was like, "Nigga, I, I I fuck with him and just put it all in letters. Right. Like you read it, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I write that shit out longhand. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> oh man, man, it's sad. Illiteracy. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. It's sad, but I don't feel bad for that punk ass. No, I don't feel bad for him. But okay, what I will say about this whole, um, it's just bad time. I just feel like. Between Mayweather, Ray Rice, the other two NFL players that are in trouble about domestic, like black men are looking like, oh, and Adrian Peterson, don't forget that, yeah. are, are looking like the face of domestic violence. And that yeah. is, to me, that's bullshit. That's assassination, well, character assassination, because domestic violence is, it's the it's the it's one of the few crimes that is across socioeconomic um, classes across race, ethnicity, everything, and it's starting. I feel like it's just making black men. I just, well, well, there is the guy in Mississippi who killed his five kids and uh, <laughs> had him in a. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, uh, I they, they, yeah, he got he got pulled over, and uh, I think the cops noticed the smell or something, Oof. and uh, he confessed that he he. He he killed his uh, five kids, and uh, at that point, I don't think they're even putting him in the domestic violence category. I think they're putting him in the serial murder. Category. Yeah, really, <laughs> it's mass murder. Right, <laughs> he's in the pole pot. Uh. Well, he, well, he killed them with a switch, so that's uh. Oh hell no, that's terrible. Yeah. Oh hell no. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, you know it, it's uh, you know. Uh, cops was the uh, <laughs> cops was the show for uh, for domestic violence for a while because <laughs> you know because you know every time they show up at you know some rednecks houses like you know him him and his wife had you know gotten into a domestic squabble. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think people. I don't think people are looking at this and saying this is what black men do. 
Oh. <laughs> Shit, you must not be on this internet because yeah, on the man. interwebs. Well, I guess I'm not. Because yeah, man. Um, that's exactly man, what they're doing. That's exactly what they're saying. That's why I deleted that dude I told you about. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Who? What happened? I, well, it's, there's it's this a private conversation. No, it's just this guy I know on uh, social media. Actually, I, I know him in real life. He's a friend of a friend, but um, he he just would like go in on me like whenever like you know like the ferguson thing or whatever would come up and he he'd cite all these examples of you know black people doing this or that whatever and mm-hmm. he has all these neo-nazi and uh super extremist friends that oh, would like join no. in and uh i finally you know blocked him on facebook and it's uh, it's been much more pleasant that's creepy <laughs> i should did that a long time ago yeah but uh yeah <laughs> but um no, but I mean, I feel like they're they're trying to make it seem like black men are, you know, unusually and extremely and you yeah, know and yeah, yeah, abnormally no. violent. Yes, yes, as opposed right. to regular men. And you're it's right. like the, the, these are the com- these are the conversations that people were having yeah. with me on Facebook. The the arguments were oh, like that. Um, remember that time I brought up the fact that I made that joke about the app about the. Um, the uh, the 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 two the two young white people that developed the oh, yeah. app to uh, to avoid Boy, sketchy black, yeah. sketchy neighborhoods yeah. and uh, and I made the the retort right. about you know avoiding you know whatever well yeah that's yeah him and all his neo Nazi friends whatever they they cited me just all these statistics and stuff to prove why why white people need to be afraid of black people because we're inherently <laughs> more violent than 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 everybody else and they're justified in being afraid of us ain't that some shit coming from the motherfuckers that went all <laughs> over the earth and colonized the fuck and took people's <laughs> land and gen- genocide what you know that's you well know. i'm well i'm just the the point that i i uh have gotten from just uh, you know mainstream media i've i've never i i i didn't get the impression that they were uh attacking black people in general uh from you know basically what's going on with uh with uh, Ray Rice and Adrian Peterson. Yeah, I don't think the mainstream no, media No, 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 the mainstream media doesn't. So that that's you know basic I mean, yeah, I mean if you're talking people who are members of the American Nazi Party or mistake. They feel that way anyway. Or just your average random white person. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I think I think they I think they just have a problem with domestic violence, and I don't think it I don't think it's the color of the person's skin that uh, that uh, uh, I, I I don't think it I, I think they're judged I think they're being judged individually rather than as the face of domestic violence. Aw, I wish I lived in that world where you lived. <laughs> yeah, I'm incredibly naive because that is not the case. And yeah, it's not the it, the mainstream media. That's how they operate. They don't have to come out and tell you what to think. They they put what the stories that they want in front of you and let you draw your own conclusions. And people who are already prone to think that about us, which is a lot of them and a lot of us for that sake. I mean, it just feeds into to stereotypes. And I mean, what about nobody's mentioned? I haven't heard Roethlisberger's name this whole motherfucking. I have. Situation. Yeah, I, I did. Oh, well. Briefly. Yeah, very but it, briefly. But, but it was uh, by black people who brought him up. <laughs> exactly. 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 So. Yeah, well, I've, I've actually, I listen to a lot of sports talk, and I, I've heard, I've heard Roethlisberger mm-hmm. mentioned among the, uh, among the. White uh, people. Yeah. 
Uh, he anyway. was he was uh it was rape with him. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. right. Right. Another violent crime. Right. That he got no conviction or very little punishment for. Uh, right. Actually there there was some um there was some uh, uh, uh um there were some accusations of uh police misconduct in the uh in the Roethlisberger case. Yeah. They uh they were saying that uh the police lost evidence or they lost there was a videotape or something that they they had lost um uh, uh with Roethlisberger and um wasn't the police partying with him and he called the girl a whore or a bitch or something I don't I don't think they were partying with him but I think when they showed up they were mm-hmm. starstruck because it was Ben Roethlisberger Exactly um, starstruck but uh and and you know they lost the tape Right um, and um he basically got away with it. Right. Right. That's the new co- cover up. Mm-hmm. The tape's there, but it's lost. Yeah. Well, things are digital now, so. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, anywho. All right. Well, let's let's uh, try to go out on a little bit of a fun note. A higher, yeah, fun note. The Shiznit Show race draft. <laughs> Since we've been talking about NFL all day. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> All right, Charlie Bell, since you're ready. I'm ready. Go ahead. You can start it off. So, to keep with a the theme, <laughs> I would trade Ray Rice and Ray Lewis for Joe Namath. <laughs> oh, wow. That's uh... <laughs> uh, Joe. <laughs> I don't know if the white people are going to go for that, though. <laughs> Joe, Joe Namath is kind of a, he's a big time, he was like, he was drunk on Monday Night Football. Oh yeah, talking about hey, I want to kiss you. They were doing cocaine at the Super Bowl. That was kind of low key niggerish. <laughs> <laughs> he used to wear fur coats to the fucking show. Okay, well I got one for uh, also keeping in the theme. Mm-hmm. I will trade uh, shitty boy Floyd Mayweather for uh, Manny Pacquiao. Yay. <laughs> that's a come, come up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we take a, a, a hit in in uh, in the um, skills department, but mm-hmm. character wise, we made a big come up. So right, I, right. I'll sacrifice that. Right. I'm with you on that. <laughs> and it's not like Pacquiao's a slouch, so <laughs> right. Exactly. It's yeah. not like yeah. we're trading them for Klitschko. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I I got nothing, you guys. <laughs> y'all okay. go back. Y'all is table. All right, just jump. Just jump two. in when you when you got something. <laughs> okay. Okay, I got. Go okay, ahead. go ahead. It's your turn. So I would trade Stephen A. Smith and Bryant Gumble for Bob Costas. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's what nope. I would do. Nope. Sorry, vetoed. The board is. Come back with a, a no. The, the blackboard. <laughs> yeah. Oh hell no. Yes. No can do. <laughs> okay. So that goes my next trade. I will trade seven oh two for the BGs. Mm, you gotta mm, think about that. Seven oh two. Seven oh two did Stilo. That's my jam. So though. yeah, Ooh. yeah, Stilo. That's it. What else? Come on, the BGs. For seven oh two, what say ye, Damon? 
He don't even know who 702 is, do I you? have no fucking clue. <laughs> Oh, so I'm sure he don't mind giving them up for the BGs. <laughs> I barely know who the BGs are, man. Oh hell yeah! Ain't, ain't but one left. <laughs> I know the BG. Um, okay, I, we didn't we didn't lose in that trade. Okay, I would try. Okay, in the world, how about this? Now this is when we haven't um, done the world of porn. Oh damn. I would trade Mr. Marcus and his syphilis giving ass <laughs> for James Dean. Uh, hey, well, first of all, <laughs> in Mr. Marcus' defense, um, yeah, he didn't know he had it. Um, oh, he knew. He knew? Yeah. That's, oh, okay. No, that's he what had, he got he, he, uh, convicted for, was he knowingly said, passing it. He oh, said okay. that... Uh, he said that the doctor told him, gave him the medication, and it should be, it should be uh, cleared up. Cleared up by X X date. Oh, okay. What he didn't do was go to the doctor to find out if it had cleared up by X date. Oh, and so, okay, that's yeah. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> we'll do that. of course, you know, it's porn. So, and, and, and James guy- Dean could be just as sketchy. Just saying, <laughs> and, and they're guys, so I really don't give a fuck, really. <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> so it's just you know if I'm watching porn, I prefer to be with black dudes and black chicks. But uh, you know right. whatever. I, but not with syphilis. No. <laughs> okay. All right. It's so back on me. Um, I don't trade three six mafia <laughs> for House of Pain. Mm, okay. Okay. We're losing an Oscar. So. <laughs> <laughs> God, it really is hard out there for a pimp. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. What you got? What you I got? would trade Tyler Perry all day for Christopher Guest. Did we trade Tyler Perry? I think we've traded Tyler Perry like three times. <laughs> oh well, that, well, I'll keep trading him until he's off the fucking team. <laughs> wait, wait, who's Christopher Guest though? I don't know who that is. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. Not that I have a problem with you trading him. I just don't know I, who he is. Uh, he's he's a he, uh, he's a, a director. Uh, he, um, uh, he, well, he, you, you go ahead. He did all the <laughs> he does all the like spoofs. He did um, Best in Show, and he did um, this is Spinal Tap. The Spinal Tap oh, stuff and, I've never seen. Oh my god, it's so fun! You would I think you would like it. It's really funny. Okay. It's super. Yeah, funny. Mike, Michael McKeon uh, from Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, uh, he's one of uh, he's one of the members of their little. Oh, okay. He was in Spinal Tap. Um, yeah, he has like, and these... he does does a lot of voiceover work. Yeah, All right. he has like these stock actors that he uses in each movie, and they play these like off the wall characters. And it's the, just o- the only downside to Trey and Tyler is that he does employ a lot of black people. Yeah, but, and uh, Christopher Guest doesn't. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but so. I'd still trade but... him. <laughs> Well, I'll be my guest. Okay, well, this is the last time. We can't trade Tyler anymore. <laughs> We've traded him like three, four times. <laughs> yeah, this really, this really hurts. <laughs> may Deer may come in here with a 38. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> trade this, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, I am trading White Shadow for Friday Night Lights. Yay. Yay! That's a good. One. I stand for that. All right. Really, you don't like the White Shadow? 
Not better than Friday Night Lights. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> that's that's like an iconic television show from my childhood, man. That's oh wait, I thought it was the reverse. Up. So okay, I don't stand for that. I uh, thought it was going the other way. No, Friday Night Lights is the white show. Okay. Well, I mean, White Shadows kind of a white show right. too, but that's it had a lot thinking. of black people on it. But. Okay, I never saw Friday Night Lights, so I can't really. Okay. I won't weigh in on this one. So, so y'all vetoing me? Uh, no, I'm not vetoing uh, you. I, I, I don't know enough about. Oh hell no! <laughs> oh. Can't give up on the white shadows. Please, I trade him, Rod, rerun the whole damn crew. <laughs> Cold blooded. Okay, so in that case, um, I will trade. It's probably a better show though. On our own, it's definitely a better show. There ain't no probably about it. On our own for Party of Five. I've seen neither of those shows. The On Our Own was the the little black orphans with um, Journey Smollett, all her little brothers and sisters. And then uh, it lasted, like, not even a season. Yeah, I never even heard of that show. Yeah, it was when she was first coming out. She mm. was a little little baby. Mm. And uh, Party oh. of Five, you know what Party of Five is. The, the, the five uh, so the five orphans, white, white orphans. Yeah, and... Um, uh, yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes. And, uh, and um, the other animal, uh, Matthew Fox and... There's a, um, there's another animal. Was Jessica Biel on that show? No. Oh, that was Seventh Heaven, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, okay, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna trust your taste on that one. Yeah. Was Katie Holmes on? Was was she on uh, Party of Five? No, she oh. was on Dawson's Creek. Oh, okay. Okay. I would trade Alice Russell for Fantasia. Without a doubt. <laughs> Alice Russell's dope. Alice Russell is the shit. She's the shit. She's the shit. If you uh, haven't heard her, hit that shit up on Pandora or Spotify. I actually think I have it. She's dope. I think I have one of her her, 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 her tracks here. Okay. Well, maybe that could be our outro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I have... I'm trade. This is a, a, a multiplayer trade. <laughs> Mudia and, and Big Mama for, mi- for Mrs. Doubtfire and Tootsie. <laughs> That's an epic come up. <laughs> I'm going to trade a uh, smart guy for uh, Doogie Howser MD. Smart guy is the, uh, right, the uh, the twins' little brother. Uh, yeah, he had a show. <laughs> with, uh, Omar, with Omar Epps' uh, little brother. Uh, no, Omar Gooding. It was Omar Gooding. Yeah, Omar Gooding. Yeah, yeah. Cuba Gooding's little brother. Um, Omar Gooding. And uh, Essence Atkins, I think, was on there, too. Yeah, that was her first series. Huh? Yeah. And then, um, you know who Dookie Howser is. Yeah. You <laughs> booed your own shit. Shut up, you guys. That's a proof. <laughs> I have one. I think Ty's more. Okay, go ahead. I would trade Rage Against the Machine for Hootie and the Blowfish. You did that one before. Yeah. No, I just did Darius Rucker before. Uh-oh. I didn't trade the whole group. <laughs> <laughs> Trading the whole group now. 
But like, he's the only black he's person in it. Exactly. But still. <laughs> <laughs> Collateral damage. <laughs> still. <laughs> Sounds like the same trade. <laughs> By virtue of association. Okay, I'm all done. I don't have any more. All right. That's it. <laughs> and the verdict is we improved our team's chances of winning. <laughs> yes, we did. Okay, Alex. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. We will see y'all next time. Holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... Shiznit. Let's face it, a lot you don't know about sickle cell disease. Like that it affects millions. People in almost all races. Black and white. Indian and Asian. Hispanic and Mediterranean. And that it can affect you or someone you love. No matter where you come from. Let's face it, there's a lot you don't know about sickle cell disease. And that's a disease too. Call the 211 info line to learn more. 730. Come experience pop, pop, pop culture from the dark side. On the 730 show with me, Latone Hart. Ooh, I, I need my cigar on this. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn, Betamax, and VHS. Yo, what's up with your boy? I'm just a man with a fork and a world full of soup. No, I don't need no damn medicine. Latone Hart. He may need medicine. Check me out on the 730 Show Podcast.